0: speaking as the Holy Ghost inspired us and we got to the portion when in the scripture the man claimed loudly to Jesus and said to Lord yes Lord I believe and then we all kept saying yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord you don't have any idea after that I had a lot of people coming to tell me something that the Lord did for them this morning, when I, had, I got excited as I sung, and my spirit was so magnified and praising the Lord. So I went up and I was coming for the second service. I was met with a sister, and I was so touched by what he said. He said, I do, I'm not one who talks, but I want to share this with you. The last whole night that we came, I had gone home. And then I just took something to drop in my nose because of the sinus and all of that. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't breathe. I was helpless. I saw as if my blood was coming up and everything. But then I remembered that at the old night, you stood up and simply said, you would not die. As soon as I remembered that, it happened. The Lord delivered me. Praise the name of the Lord. He said it and I believe it. And it was done. May I listen When I sit here and I hear people. I am looking for the word of the spirit. That is coming forth. If it is coming from the song. I want to grab it. And let it work for me. Praise the Lord. God is faithful today I just want to share with us briefly something very very important. Maybe sometimes we don't appreciate why we come to church. Why we experience miracles. Why, why we do the things we do. Maybe we don't. But I just want you to know where you're coming from. Romans chapter 3 verse number 10. Just to 12. As it is written. There is none righteous. No, not one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. They all have turned aside. They have gathered, uh, sorry, they have together become unprofitable. There is none who does There is none who does good. No, not one. If you never knew who you were before you came to this place, I just want you to know where you're coming from. So that you will appreciate the Lord saving you and then bringing you to understanding. Praise the Lord. And you may not take it lightly at all. Unfortunately for us, believers don't see these things to acknowledge. Even coming to church, one of the things that have sustained me even as a believer, continuously loving to come to the presence of the Lord is that I never looked out for anybody than to say, Lord, I'm going to church because I'm going to meet Jesus. That's why I don't miss church. When I was a young person, you see, when you have certain understanding of God, Even if somebody is preventing you from the church, you will go. Because you are going to the place for Jesus. Hallelujah. You're not going because of man. Because we see what God has done for us. So clear. And so, have this at the back of your mind that within the short time that I have, that I want to share with us. On the love of God, you would understand. Because sometimes you don't understand until you realize that you have been playing it all along as a religion. But if you really understand, it's a different matter. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, what more can we say than to say thank you for your love? That has enabled us even to be gathered at your feet. Continuously there is a release of the spirit of your word to us. Give us understanding heart to your will that we may know you and love you accordingly. This morning we are so glad that once again we have the opportunity to hear your voice and your word. Now, Lord, flow, 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 and establish your will in us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Today I want to speak about God first loved us that we may also love Him. God first loved us that we may also love Him. And I just pray that you will catch this. It's actually. Until it comes to you as a revelation, you may not understand this. And I'm praying that we will have this revelation. Let's go quickly to 1 John chapter 4, verse number 10 and verse number 19. 1 John 4 and 10 and 19. And this is life. oh good and this is love can we say it boldly one two you want to understand what love is and this is love and I pray that you will catch it and this is love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, I said only 10 and 19. And this is love. Anything that we can do as children of God is not because We could do it. God. Enabled us. To do it. Praise the Lord. And this is love. This is. Not that we love God. But that he loved us. And sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. You remember last week at a communion service when the Lord helped us and we spoke seriously on the matter of godly giving, or sacrifice, godly sacrifice. We started it off with that scripture that is known everywhere. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son to save us. God did not have three or four sons. There was nothing that was ever made in this world that was made without Jesus. No. Everything that God made, he made it together with Jesus. And for God to release Jesus, to come into the world, to save our sins, I beg you, May we understand this. If we catch it, it will help our relationship and we too will love the Lord. Amen. No wonder Abraham has become a blessed man and a great man and a great nation. And I want to tell you that even in heaven, Abraham serves a very important role in heaven. He sits on a committee. He is so great, simply because he was the only one who could imitate God. When God said, take your son, your only begotten son, and sacrifice him for me. It was only Abraham who could do that, all through the scriptures. And that's why God, and so when I was speaking last Sunday, I just wanted you to understand that where we are now where God has brought us should never be taken for granted. Now today, I just want you to understand and see how you are also going to love God. Amen. Majority of the time, we are just too mindful of what we can get, what God can do, the miracles and everything. But you see, we must understand clearly. He loved us, not that we love him. He loved us. And he has now shown us. And so we cannot stay somewhere and behave as if God is not waiting for our love. He is actually waiting for our love. Hallelujah. Oh, may this revelation dawn on us this morning in the name of Jesus. Now, maybe you may be asking yourself, how can I love God? What, what what can I take to show that I love God? I just want us to look at the scripture. Quickly from Mark, chapter 12, verse number 28 to 31. See, there are some things that you should never gross over them. There are some things you should never, never take for granted. The Bible says... Then one of the scribes, this man was a lawyer actually, one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Which is really the most important and the first commandment of all? Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus answered him, the first of all, the first of all the commandments is, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now the commandment is coming. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart." With all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength, this is the first commandment. Let's stop here. Praise the Lord. Please hear me, child of God. Maybe you should ask yourself if God has given four solid things concerning how we can love him, with your heart, with your soul, with your mind, with your strength, what more is left? Nothing. Think about it. Honestly speaking, what more is left? And I have concluded it for myself by simply saying, then it simply means, Lord, this is me. This is simply me. Take me and everything I have. You know, when people are wedding, they have this saying that, and with all my worldly goose, I de-endow to their husbands. Oh, may I say to you, you are a bride to Jesus. And you can say, Lord, take me. This is me. Because when I read this scripture, I see the impossibility when a person says she loves God and can just reserve his life. Can just reserve something. It's not possible. It's not possible. He has not caught the revelation. Not at all. Because this verse 30 As I look at it, I see the heaviness of it. And so, God first loved you. That you and I would love him too. Praise the Lord. You saw where I read the declaration over mankind from Romans. There was none good. No, not one. Anybody born by a woman could simply not be good. But today, we call our God Abba Father. What has made it so? Because he loved us and has given us his love. The Bible says that the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you, anything you are able to do which is good, it comes from God. Amen. None of us qualify. At at least me, I know who I am. And I know where I'm coming from. I was a very bad boy. Not because I was bad. Everybody was born bad. Including you and me. On Friday nights, my, my son brought his children, Stephen, most of you know him, to spend the night with us, which was unusual. This, of course, he said that the son said that, Grandma, want to go to Grandma, want to go to Grandma. And then they all started singing, the three of them. And finally, they brought them to our house. I was quite happy. In the first few hours, my wife was not around, so I kept them very busy. And then the last one, one year, three years, had some fan, picked it from my, no, hand fan, picked it from my room, was playing with it, and as usual, the son, the middle one, came quickly, took it from her. She started shouting and, you know, throwing herself, so I commanded, stop it! Give it to her! And when he handed over to her, she's gotten the thing. Yet, she chased and make sure that what, For a moment, brother Fred, I stood there and I was like, But I have gotten the thing for you. Who taught her how to make sure that I reply you? Who taught the little girl how to manifest evil? She did. And when she had done that, she felt satisfied. Then I knew, I knew when God declared, no, not one. No, not one. I'm sure most of you know what has been going on in your homes. But you see, brethren, if God had not helped you and I, we would not be even to be sitting here May we appreciate the love of Jesus. I know myself. As young as I was, Kai, a boy born in, in Kumasi and raised in Kumasi, you don't have any idea. You say, la, Kumasi is worse. And then at the age of 12, I had this man from here. He came and preached and the thing broke through into my heart. I still have that photographic memory. How I ran to be the first person to give my life to the Lord. I was resting, well, somewhere about two, three years ago. I was, we had this Wednesday with Garrison. Students speak to them. And I was talking to them about how I became Converted. And then I mentioned, there was this man, I still remember his name, Abraham DeLav. He preached and I came to know the Lord. And as I was preaching to these vast students, when I finished, one of the teachers came around and said to me, Rev, that's my spiritual father. He's still alive. I think at that time he was about 95 or 98 years old. And I said, where is he? And then he said, oh, he's at Estates." Bon- I said, please, i like to see this man. So they took me to his house. I had some few dollars hanging somewhere. I collected them. Phil, let me bless this man. So I went. And then I saw him very old. I said, you may not know me, but as a boy of 12 years old, if you remember, you preached at Jackson Park in Kumasi. And I gave my life to Jesus. And do you know what? I'm a minister of the gospel today. The man was so glad. I was so glad. You may not cherish what I'm talking about. But if you have known the revelation of how you have been translated from under the influence of darkness. And you see, one of the scriptures says that we are dark. If you have known how dark we were and God brought us under the canopy of Jesus, you will never take it for granted. I plead that please, with everything you are. Love the Lord Jesus and never take it for granted. Last Sunday when I was talking about sacrificial giving, maybe you thought that, oh, this man is, you know, let me tell you, if you catch the revelation of God, it is nothing. After all, the Bible says that with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, with all of my strength, it is not difficult to do it. Because the love of God now has come to us. And we can love him too. Hallelujah. I pray that this year, you will be a lover of God. You will not be somebody who, when it comes to the things of God, you will play with. When I gave the opportunity for us to give. Maybe some of us may say, I don't have and this and Let me tell you, brother, if you love God with all of your soul, or with all of your heart, your soul, with everything within you, it's not comparable to the love that he has shown to us. And so, this morning, I want you to wake up by responding to the love of God. Hallelujah. You see, when you love God and you come to the understanding, I will show you something. The truth is you can never backslide. I thought I would hear someone say amen. If you come to the understanding of the love of God, if somebody spoke evil of you, if somebody disdained you, if somebody rejected you, If somebody is not being nice to you, that will mean nothing. Because actually you are not looking at anybody. You are just too consumed by the love of God to take notice of who is doing what. Because you become like your father. You turn around and you love God. And I even noted that when we love God, some things happen to us. I love those who love me and those who seek me early, they shall find me. It's in Proverbs eight seventeen. I love, I mean, I love those who love me. Think about that and consider on your meditation. When you are meditating, think, think about this scripture. Those who love me, I will love them. Those who seek me shall be found of me. I love those who love me. And those who seek me diligently will find me. Praise the Lord. Many, many years ago, this scripture came to us, so life. And that is what has put me where I am to love God. I want you to love God. Be very deliberate. Because, you see, you could not have been, except that he taught you. And don't, don't let anything block it. Don't let anything, let no man, let no flesh, let no, let no emotion, let no anything stop you from loving God the way you ought to. Because I know. Let me show you something, something quickly. First Chronicles, chapter 11, verse number 17. David, you see, there are some men in the Bible that are so unique. These men show us how. Abraham, I have mentioned him. They show us how we can love Jesus. They show us how we can love the Father. Here was this King David. And David said with longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three broke through the camp of the Philistines, drew the water from the well of the Bethlehem, from the well of Bethlehem, that was by the gates, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, David would not drink, but poured it out to the Lord. Hallelujah, but poured it out to the Lord and said, 19, thank you," and said, "Far be it from me, O oh my God, that I should do this." Shall I drink the blood of these men who have put their lives in jeopardy? For at the risk of their lives they have brought it. Therefore he would not drink it. These things were done by the three mighty men. You know, everybody has been tested before. Have you? Hello, have you been tested before in life? Maybe, maybe when you are very testy. Very, very test you. I'm talking about a real test. Say, not the kojo kojo one. Real, real. And then you say, give me the water. And somebody takes it and when he's giving it to you for a play eh, and then when you are coming to it, eh, I won't give you. And then comes around and does this to you. What do you think you will do? Nobody is minding. What do you think you will do? It will be fireworks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, when you are reading the Bible, sometimes it's important that you allow the Holy Spirit to bring you some imaginations. David, you see real love from him. The man was very testy because he has been around that brook before. And he knew the taste of that. And then it was so, so, and the people loved David so much that they said, what you needed, we will bring it to you. At the peril of their lives, they went and broke through the soldiers, the garrison of of the Philistines, their enemy. It was not that easy. It was simply not easy. They broke through and they fetched the water happily, bringing it back to their master. And the master took it. For love for God. For love for God. For love for God. How could I do this? I can't. Lord my God, I pour this out to you. Can we learn how we can love God to this extent and never reserve anything but love him? Can I say this in conclusion? I don't know, but I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Because I have the understanding that I am coming, but not to any man, but unto God. I am doing the things I'm doing because I love him. You know, few, I think it must have been on Fridays, I was was feeling sick sick. The Bible says that no one should say I'm sick, so I bulldoze as I always do. It was tough. And then my good friend doctor said, yesterday night he said, oh, you can take this medicine. Some people can make them drowsy and others not so I took one. It knocked me off. But my usual time of getting up, I got up I just love him too much that I can't let that hour pass. Came to sit in my closet where I usually sit. To begin to worship. Oh, that thing knocked me off. But there was something deep in my heart. Even as I could see, I couldn't. I knew because it was an hour of prayer between me and God. So hour of conversation. So... Even though I I saw physically that I was out, knocked down by a sleep, when I got up to the room, I told my wife, I said, can you believe that when I went to my usual place, I slept? But more importantly, in my sleep, my spirit was still talking. I knew I was still praying and talking to God. That one, I didn't sleep with my spirit, soul, and body. The body, probably. But still as I was there, I was so certain because I knew I was singing in the spirit. I knew I was talking to God. Brethren, can I beg you as I come to a close, let everything around you in your living be for the love that you have for God. Hallelujah. Just be for the love. That you have for God. And your life will never be the same. If we want any advancement on Wednesday. I'm going to be treating this readiness to manifest it. You see let me tell you something. We will hit a bit around that. So please don't stay out of church. On Wednesday by God's grace in the evening. Readiness to flow the water. You will see how simple it is. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse number 1. The Bible says that we work together with God. Can you imagine? Work together with God. So it simply means that There is no problem with God. We then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. What does that mean? God is already at work in you. So whenever you don't move, when God is moving, you are stopping the matter. We then together with God. And then it will be taking the grace of God upon you for granted. Some of us, I'll be touching on, some of them are afraid to manifest God. Sometimes you hear inside, you do this, and you say, Lord, when I do it, and nothing happens. That's why. Ah, but let's come, and we'll be in readiness to serve the Lord, and be in the flow of his river. I pray that with this short time, your heart will turn to Jesus, and you will love him with all of your heart. With all of your mind, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. May the Lord let this revelation dawn in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Lord, sometimes we forget who you are, <clears throat> we forget that. You are at work in us. We forget that the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts. We forget that it is you, (coughs) excuse me, who has made it possible for us to love you. Today, as you have shown us a bit of how we ought to manifest you, Increase us in understanding that we may do this and practically it will be known that whatever we are doing, we are doing it because we love you. In everything we are doing it because we love you, because after all, it is you at us both to will. And to do your pleasure. Consume our hearts. Consume our souls. Consume our strength. Consume our minds. That we too may love you just as you have loved us. Thus we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right.